What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The Bulls, who won their last game against the Charlotte Hornets handily, a game in which they should have won, now go on to face the Memphis Grizzlies, a team that is the second in the Western Conference, has basically a fully healthy roster, and is 8-2 and two over the last 10. We're going to talk about what that means for the Chicago Bulls and how they need to execute today against the Memphis Grizzlies. We're also going to talk about the Eastern Conference playing standings and dive into the mailbag. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. If you want to follow me, you can do so right off the top at CEO Hayes, at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bulls Central Pod. And so the Bulls face the Memphis Grizzlies today, and this is probably the Bulls Biggest test in a little in a little while. Now the Bulls have fared pretty well against teams above 500, but specifically in the Eastern Conference, they have had a struggle of a of a uh, season against the top teams in the Western Conference. The Memphis Grizzlies are riding uh, eight and eight and two over the last ten. They're on a one game winning streak. On top of that, and the Memphis Grizzlies are just a team that is just a class above the Chicago Bulls. When you look at their depth, when you look at how how good they are offensively and defensively at times. And on top of that, they're not their, their injury report is basically clear. Yes, Stephen Adams is gone, albeit though Tony Bradley isn't on the team, so we ain't got to worry about nobody getting picked up and walked off. But outside of that, the Memphis Grizzlies are, are for the most part, pretty much healthy. Uh, John Moran is back in that starting lineup. Their starting five is a great starting five. And so this is going to be a game in which we're going to look to see what does Billy Donovan do, right? Does Patrick Williams go in that starting lineup considering the the size that the Memphis Grizzlies have in their in their front court. You look at Xavier Tillman, Jared Jackson Jr., Dylan Brooks. These are all fairly big players for their position, at least have some length. And you think of playing Alex Caruso at the power forward in this starting lineup, even if you try to do that thing of calling Alex Caruso the small forward and moving DeMar to power forward, you're still giving up tons of size. Is this one of those games where you look to maybe go to Patrick Williams, who played pretty well against the Charlotte Hornets, right? That's going to be a big test in this game. But the Bulls, as we know, they have to come out and defense, 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 and rebounding. This is a team that last time you played them, they killed you on the boards. They killed you with second chance points. They killed you with offensive rebounds. The Bulls are going to have to rebound and come into this game with the mindset of, we have to get every rebound. Are they going to? No. Are they still probably going to get out-rebounded? There's a high probability of that. But this team needs to be locked in and focused on giving us what we need from them defensively and rebounding the ball. If they do not do that, if they overlook those aspects of the game, it's going to be a long, hard, tough night for the Chicago Bulls to really get anything going offensively. On top of that, this is a good defensive team. And when you look at how disruptive they can be regularly defensively, the Bulls have to execute on offense. You have to limit those turnovers. You have to take care of the basketball, share the ball, take the smart shots, and and not really you, – you have to attack the Memphis Grizzlies and see what that leaves you. But if you – let If you play to their game, if you let them take you out of what you do well, this game's going to be over with before it even gets started. You're not going to be in for a long Sunday. And in a time where the Bulls need every win possible to lock in that play-in seeding, 
They need to do that. Now, you know, the biggest questions in this game when you come into it is how is the big three going to play? If the big three executes, of course, it makes everything so much easier for the Chicago Bulls. And we need to see that execution from our big three. But the role players have to step up as well. We need solid contributions from Andre Drummond, Kobe White coming off the bench. Even if Patrick Williams is off the bench or Alex Crusoe, whoever else is coming off the bench, we need those contributions both offensively and defensively today against the Memphis Grizzlies. This is not a game that you can come in and just play lightly and expect it to all work out in your favor. No, you have to have a game plan, which is on head coach Billy Donovan, and then we have to execute that game plan and be smart in our rotations defensively, be smart in how we move the ball offensively, be smart in the shots that we take, because if you do, if you overlook any aspect of those, you're in for a long night, and it's not going to be easy against the Memphis Grizzlies. This is a good playoff tuning game. And when you look at the Chicago Bulls and where they currently sit right now with five games left, four after this game, between now and next Sunday, the Bulls have some tough competition. And this can be used to tune them up and get them prepared for what they are going to have to do in the playing tournament. Hopefully the Bulls come in with the right mindset. You got this game against Memphis, and then Tuesday we play against Atlanta, which could be hugely important for playing seeding, especially if you're talking about the Chicago Bulls maybe getting, I don't want to call it lucky because they have to win, but getting to that eight seed potentially, right? And that gets us into our next topic for today. The Bulls right now are one game back of the eight seed. We have a three-game lead over the Washington Wizards, a three-and-a-half game lead over the Indiana Pacers. If the Bulls win tonight, and with Toronto and Atlanta also playing tonight, it's going to be important for those last and final play-in pushes. And so with the Bulls also facing Atlanta in their next game on Tuesday, which you don't want to look too far ahead because if you don't win this game and they win tonight, they're creating more separation. Focus on each game individually. But that game coming up Tuesday against Atlanta is going to be hugely important for the final playoff seeding or play-in seeding when you look at things. And while, yes, I understand Bulls fans saying, okay, what do we really gain by getting to the eighth seed? The biggest things to gain from that are just simply to only have to play potentially one game in the play-in and get in that buffer if you do lose that first game to get another bite at it. That's really all it boils down to. And because the Bulls aren't far off from being able to do that, Every win matters most. I've said it before. The Bulls are all but certain to get a playing spot unless they have a, a, a catastrophe of the last five games of the season, which would be the Chicago Bulls in the season that we've had. And let's not overlook the fact that that could be a possibility as well. But the Bulls have to be locked in. The Bulls have to be prepared to go. They have to be ready to go the distance and for a fight. This is, this is going to be a playoff atmosphere type game unless the Memphis Grizzlies come in with them being second in the West and just want to rest players, which I don't expect to happen at all, this is going to be a tough game. This is going to be a measuring stick game for the Chicago Bulls, and they have to play well. But they also, we need them to get these wins for the rest of the week as well because I tell you what, if the Bulls do stand that chance, if they're going to move into that eight spot, that game uh, coming up Tuesday is going to be drastically important for that. But that's it on the game for tonight. Let's go ahead and move in. It is Sunday, so we got to get into the mailbag. Let's get into this first voicemail today. This one, that's from my auntie. Hey, what's the word, the auntie? Go, hey, <clears throat> nice game, nice win. Hey, listen, I don't, I look, I don't have no more energy for the Bulls. Uh, we don't know what the fuck they up to for the next next five games. We don't know if they're gonna win these games. They're gonna lose these games. Bulls, Bulls, that us. They lost their motherfucking mind. Everybody needs to be slept from the Clippers game, from the L.A. game. Y'all knew what the fuck the, L- the Lakers trying to come out and do. Y'all knew y'all wanted L.A. Y'all knew what the fuck they, they wanted. They lit that. Y'all came out here with I don't give a fuck attitude. Then we go to Shark. Then y'all want to play like y'all give a fuck. Look, we ain't got time for this high-go-see shit with y'all. We ain't got time to be playing pity pack, duck, duck, goose, 
none of this goofball Jamal all that shit with y'all, bro. Either y'all go win these next five games or go the fuck on. See y'all next season. Because y'all ain't going to the play-ins in the postseason. Not playing the way y'all play against the motherfucking uh, Kawhi and motherfucking LeBron and them. But good game. I don't know. I don't trust you motherfuckers. Y'all went bipolar. Y'all lost y'all motherfucking mind. Look, Billy, your ass need to go. I'm sorry. DeMar, all season. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I pray to God, your ass go. You and Billy can hit y'all gonna be the first two bitches to hit the exit. I'm so sick of y'all, but it was a good game, but I am sick of them too. Like, I don't give a fuck. Demar, the other night we played the Lakers, you really motherfucking hurted us. Like, you, I don't know what the fuck wrong with you, dude. You are like, you the only player on the motherfucking court. You got four other motherfucking players that's on the court with you. You don't want to get nobody involved. But, hey, we going to figure out. We got five games left. Y'all come out and playing like y'all did with motherfucker uh, Los Angeles Spirit from the Clippers to the Lakers. Look, hey, y'all going to be right next to Alonzo Ball. I don't know what the fuck to tell y'all. Y'all, hey, hey, we got five games left. Either y'all want this shit or y'all don't. And you want to play or you can go, y'all can go home. Get your bag right or you can go to sleep. Listen. Y'all got a motherfucking choice. Playtime is over. We got one, two, three, four, five fucking games left. And I, I'm just, I said, why it's taking so long for y'all to figure this shit out? Why the fuck it's taking so long for y'all to work together and figure out who's supposed to be with who, who's supposed to be sticking who, and who's supposed to be going to play for who? Like, there's no communication. It, it, it's, it, it's just nothing with y'all. Like, bro, only thing I can say is just good game. I just pray to God we missed to the play year. That's all I want, boys. All I want is just make some play in for y'all to get to the postseason because I know it's hard. Listen, y'all gonna make it hard on these teams above 500. This something that I know for sure. This something that I know for sure. That's why I won't try to make it so bad because I know y'all reckon it's so. Y'all play better than what the fuck the rest shows. We all know this. And I agree with everything Auntie said here. Like the Bulls have to be locked in. That's just what it boils down to. How they finish. This last part of the season is going to be telling for the energy we can expect to go into that playing tournament, right? And, you know, coming out, whether they come out or not, I know not many Bulls fans do, do or, or should have um, uh, the Bulls making it out the first round, even if they can make it out the playing. Hell, I would be completely understandable if most Bulls fans don't have the Bulls making it out of the playing tournament. But you want to put yourself in the best position. It's The playing tournament was created to add a little bit more interest, of course, to generate more money, but to add a little bit more interest and make the last week of the season even more meaningful for the teams that weren't in the top eight. And so 
We'll see what this means for the Bulls. We'll see how much they take the sense of urgency and how important it is for them. Um, right now, sitting at 37-40 and 40 on the season with five games left to go, this is going to be important for the Bulls and to see what they can do, right? I want to see how they play on this back end of the season. You know, Auntie said it. They've been up and down all season long. That's just been the nature of this season. This has been an up and down goddamn season for the Bulls, and it sucked. But let's hope that, you know, the Bulls play better on the back half of this. Let's hope that they show some fight, and let's hope that they make it interesting to have a fun playing. I know you have some Bulls fans that naturally don't want to see the Bulls complete for a play-in because they want that pick, and they want to give, give the chance of us keeping our own top four pick. And I understand that, too. While I don't agree with it, I understand that as well because you want to see this team improve in any way that they can and bringing in young talent is usually the way to do that. But this team has, has resigned themselves to their destiny. They're fighting for these wins. And because of that, I want to see my team compete on the back half of the season. Let's be consistent in how we go about our defense. Let's be consistent in the effort we give. Let's be consistent in the level of fight that we show night in and night out. That's what I hope to see from this team going towards the back half of the season. And I guess it'll all be said. All right, let's get into this last voicemail today. This one, this is from Shay. What's up, baby? This is Shay. You know, I've been hearing a lot of Bulls fans talk about, oh, we need to move Patrick Williams to the small forward spot. We need to, he's not a good power forward. And then you've touched on this before in the past, but let's look at this from a logical standpoint. And this is not a rant, by the way. Yes, he can play the both small forward and power forward position. That's true, true. So fans are wrong about that. But a lot of fans are screaming, hey, we need to get another power forward. But when you look at it, what other power forwards are out there? You know, because we're not getting Giannis anytime soon. We're definitely not getting Anthony Davis, although you wouldn't want Anthony Davis because that motherfucker is made out of glass. And honestly, what other power forwards are out there that could go good with this team? And when you actually think about it, what power forwards in the NBA really play defense? You know, that leaves Anthony Davis out of the question. Giannis, he's definitely out of the question for a while. And I know you don't want to get Pascal Siakam because he's going to be worth a lot more money. So the way I see it is this. Patrick Williams, whether DeMar DeRozan stays or goes, Best option for power forward at this point. Or if anybody else could think of anything, any others, I would love to hear some. The point of this message is Patrick Williams can play the power forward spot, people. Stop trying to move him back down to the small forward spot. Now, let him play it a little bit. That's cool, but he can play power forward. Find a small forward if you do not want DeMar. Anyway, hey, tell me what you think. Peace. All right, and Shay talks about something that I've talked about in, in battle not really battle, but been in back and forth about it as well. Patrick Williams can absolutely be a power forward in this league. Now, and for even people who point out like, oh, well, he doesn't get a lot of rebounds. I need you to go and look at Billy Donovan's scheme, right? He and Definitely offensively, we don't, we don't try to get for rebounds at all. Like we, we basically leave one person down there, usually the center, and everybody else goes and tries to set up on the defensive side of the ball. That's just Billy Donovan's scheme. As far as Patrick Williams is really the aggressiveness. Now that I can understand. But he needs to be aggressive whether he's playing the three or the four, in my opinion. So, to me, it's more about a mindset of P. Will. P. Will has the physicals to be a power forward in this league for a long time. We need to see him develop. We need to see him. And I, and I also look at Patrick Williams' offensive skill set, how he's developing as a three-point shooter, which is the one thing that you can say he's definitely developed this season. It helps stretches the floor, especially in a, in a, in a, on a team where DeMar DeRozan operates basically as a low-post scorer. And you have Nikola Vucevic, who... Can shoot the three, but as we've seen, he's more dangerous when he stays down low. 
That's just is what it is. So, you know, that's my thoughts on it. Patrick Williams can absolutely be a power forward on this league. In this league, it really depends on how else you build out the rest of the roster and the scheme you're going to use. If you do move on from DeMar, if you can find another power forward, fine. You you slot uh, Patrick Williams to the three. If you can only find a small forward to replace DeMar DeRozan, which may eventually be Dalen Terry, you move Patrick Williams over to the four. That's what that's what the mindset is. That's always what AK's vision has been for Patrick Williams, and that's what I expect to see them execute. I know not everybody's going to agree with that, and that's fine. We're not the ones making the decisions, but you know we'll ultimately see what that long-term position is, and ultimately, no matter what position he plays, Patrick Williams needs to learn to consistently be aggressive. But that's it for the episode today. It's game day, so you guys know I'll be back for the pregame, the halftime hangout, and postgame shows all live. I will be back for those tonight, so I can't wait to interact with you guys on that, but that is it for right now. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.